Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. It's Fightful. It's May 20th, 2022. Your post-Smackdown, post-AEW review. I've got Kate here. Kate, how you doing? I am hanging in there. How are you doing, Sean? I would hang in there a lot better if your mic didn't just blow my ears off. But we'll let Kate adjust that. There have been plenty of adjustments in WWE. Uh, we'll be able to hear Kate talk about it on her 360p camera that she has there. But <laughs> I am clear as day on my end, sir. Is my <sighs> mic better? Are you happy? Yeah, it's it's Are much be- better. I mean, Are it's it's kind of better. Usually, Sean, usually okay for you, pumpkin patch. Are we all right over there? Usually, microphones are uh, are you know, towards people's mouths like this. Right, and normally my computer would be faced the other way, but there's a leak in my apartment, and I'm waiting for it to get fixed. So I'm not gonna. Wow. Whole setup. You show up like once a month, and then you come in here. And you yell at me for my setup. Well, I mean, listen, it was nice of you to um, find a, a potato that still worked, that that worked with your modern setup. It was nice of me to carry the show on my back while you took naps. Is that what you mean to say? What? <laughs> what? Leave a thumbs up, guys. Um, to address last night's Impact show, yes, we're very sorry that Joe... Joel Pearl hosted it in general. Uh, there's nothing more that we can say besides we're terribly sorry that you had to go through that. But uh, if you saw anybody that streamed on YouTube last night, you probably saw that their live streams got marked private and then got locked. That happened across the board in YouTube. It was a YouTube screw up. We can't really do much about that, but we did re-upload the post-impact podcast. It is up on YouTube now, but it was on podcast platforms everywhere. It was on Twitter, all that good stuff. So uh, go show that some love. I really wish that we didn't have to re-upload it because the numbers were looking really good and all that. But either way, you can go check that out. It was probably Joel's fault. Yeah, I'm going to blame Joel for the whole YouTube thing. All of YouTube, yeah. So the first time I ever got internet at my grandmother's house, it was like dial-up internet. And she was hesitant to get internet anyway. And I did, and like it just so happened 
th- that like that day, all the phone lines went down in our town. Like they they had to work on them for two days. She thought mm-hmm. us getting internet screwed broke them the all up. <laughs> you get such heat that you broke the town by setting up your broke, grandmother's internet. Broke the town. But we got a lot of great content for you guys. A Gabby Ortiz interview that Lily did. Uh, I know that Kate was excited about that. We also got Jonathan Gresham interview that dropped today. Uh, Lots of good stuff talking about modern age grappling. Check it out, guys. You guys are going to like it an awful lot. Yeah, as I see, I can now make um, the original Impact show, uh, Impact review public. So either way, it's messing with our numbers, but just show them some love. Uh, There are not any post-Impact live shows on major wrestling websites. So I thought that that'd be a, a good opportunity. And Joel and Cresta did really, really great. I want to thank um, Blazed Radio, Radio for pointing that out, by the way. But get your super chats. Get your humper chats in. There is plenty to talk about tonight. And I have some clarification here. Uh, Fightful Select was the outlet that first uh, kind of put it out there that Sasha and Naomi would be suspended. I got word right before the show that that was going to be happening. And when I asked WWE about it, I was told tune into SmackDown tonight on Fox. I was like, well, you knew I was going to anyway, you could have just set an embargo or something like, but okay. And Deshires says Sasha and Naomi merch has been rumored or removed from the site. Votlob says they pulled the shop pages. WWE Mark says they're taking off of WWE shop. Um, Yeah. So there's a lot of people that are freaking out and they're like, what does this mean? Is this, does this mean they're gone? They're not gone. WWE just confirmed with me, not released in any way. It's a suspension, but yes, they are off WWE shop. We're going to talk about this again throughout this show. That's how we handled it on Monday was as it happened. We talked about it at the top of the show, but we talked about it throughout the show. Uh, get in your super chats, get in your humper chats, but please leave a thumbs up, share this video. Kate, uh, your thoughts on really everything, because we haven't heard you talk about this on, well, with me. You talked about it with Alex, but eh. but everything, but specifically the suspension. Burying Alex, yeah. that's rough. But, uh, you know, I think starting with tonight, I find it funny that they immediately stripped them of the titles and are going to hold a tournament because imagine if they had just held a tournament while they had the titles. Like, I, it's a little insulting to them further, in my opinion, if that now they're going to suddenly pretend to care about this division when the whole issue was that they weren't caring about this division before, right? Like, maybe if you cared about the division when you had people strapped, you wouldn't be in this situation. I I find the sudden urgency around women's tag team wrestling very convenient to their narrative. The whole uh, guilt trip of them letting the fans down seems in very poor oh, taste gosh, to yeah. me. That this, just, is, this is pure Vince. Sorry to interrupt you. Pure Vince feeding stuff. Oh, yeah. And even uh, when it had happened on Monday, the Corey Graves line of, uh, it being very unprofessional, I was like, well, that was spoon-fed by Vince, huh? <laughs> like, it all feels very much like it's between him and them playing out on television, which is odd. But I think it's really cool that they wanted to stand up for the division. They should be frustrated with the creative. The creative was terrible. 
both of them have been um, creatively in the mud and well underutilized to their potential for a lot of their careers. Um, I understand that Sasha was injury prone and stuff, but to me, she's the second biggest star in the company next to Roman. So the fact that you couldn't find a way to get her on the last pay-per-view and that you don't have any credible tag opponents for her is, is pretty ridiculous in my opinion. I, I don't think you're asking for too much when you are asking for there to simply be a division. Otherwise, there's no difference between their tag belts and the tag belts that I can go and get on WWEshop.com, right? Like, it doesn't mean anything if there's no division to defend them against. And tag stuff being used as fodder for singles competition is A, tired, and B, why FTR walked out to my knowledge. So, or Yeah. At least, I mean, that- like that seems to be the indication is that they, they wanted to have something a little bit more. Why'd you adjust your mic there? Cause you just is chatted everything... to me to adjust my mic. Sean, is this better? It's a is lot better. Oh, yeah, I got to so teach a professional. Muted. Why do I got to teach a professional podcaster how to use a microphone? Oh my gosh. Eloquent says, I hope if they come back, they don't force Sasha and Naomi to apologize to the fans or some nonsense like that. Ah, me either. Me either. And guys, for those of you asking, I do not know their contract status. I I did speak with Kazim uh, Famuya Day today, who was the person who who pointed that out on the Ringer podcast that he believed their, their deals were up soon. He said that he believes that that information that he got, obviously, or else he wouldn't have said it, but um, I'm still working to find out. A tournament, they say. There are two teams. They'll put Carmella and Zelina back together for it. Oh, boy. Uh, Deshire says they got to have teams from NXT, right? I would be surprised if Casey and Caden weren't brought up. I thought they would be brought up like a year and a half ago, honestly. But Alan says this is how the Fed does it. They mess with your deal. No merch money. Yep, that's pretty much how they, that's where they do it. I mean, they pulled all CM Punk stuff off of there at one point, besides like texting gloves or something at one point. Mark says, Kate's bangs stay winning, unlike WWE's pretty immature nonsense regarding Sasha and Naomi. It it was questionable. Like when I was told about this, I was like, well, that makes sense that they'd be suspended. And also somebody had said, oh, well, Sasha's in Minnesota today. Somebody said, why is she there? And I jokingly said, she's a big Prince fan. And then <laughs> then it got posted on somebody's Instagram story. She was going to Prince's house. I thought that was like the only reason you could be in Minnesota. And I was right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no one's going oh, to a Twins game anytime soon. Yeah, KE775 <laughs> asked if we've seen the last of Sasha and Naomi. I don't think so at all. Um, Sasha Banks, even if they end on bad terms now they'll throw a bunch of money at her in the future to wrestle wrestlemania matches or something eloquent says i wonder if wwe realizes sasha's probably gonna have a good having a good chuckle out of all this she knows she'll be just fine outside of wwe i don't know if she's just a go-getter or she's got a great agent or what the deal is but to me it can't be an accident that like she's on good mythical morning and she's on uh, cold as balls with Kevin Hart and she's on the Mandalorian and uh, she's on hot ones and she's doing all this. Like that's the level of stuff 
that like nobody else is getting. Like she is, I don't know who her representation is. I'm going to find out. But whoever's handling that for, whether it be WWE or somebody else, um, they're doing a really good job. JG Flores says, love you guys, but F this company. Sasha and Naomi don't deserve this slander. Uh, we've got Aziza saying Sasha was the only reason I still watch WWE. So now I, so I guess now I have five hours of my week back. Well, I mean, she wasn't on for five hours uh, every week, but uh, we, we were going to go in and out of talking about this. And it won't take us long because we're talking about Shinsuke Nakamura facing Sami Zayn again, Kate. And we're going to be talking about a lot of rematches tonight. We're going to be but talking gonna, about essentially only rematches yeah, tonight. But we're not going to be spending a lot of time talking about those rematches because guess what? You've seen this match before. It's good. We know it's good. Uh, the only talking point I had for their last match was that Sami Zayn wore the shirt. Guess what? He's still wearing the damn Bloodline shirt. It's great. It's funny. But um, I saw this match a few weeks ago. It ended by count out. They played off of that. And then Shinsuke Nakamura won. Does this lead to Nakamura getting a title shot against Roman Reigns? I would hope so, but it doesn't <laughs> seem like it's going to be. I feel like it's going to end up being Matt Riddle or Randy Orton um, going into SummerSlam. I just feel like they don't value Shinsuke Nakamura uh, enough for that, maybe for Money in the Bank. But my guess is that that feud, despite me wanting it to be done, is not going to be. I think um, we're just going to see one-offs of the tag teams because that's just what they tend to do now. It is what they tend to do, and Sami Zayn was not happy that he lost this match. Nakamura moving up that ladder a little bit, but I wish they would have him move up the ladder by wrestling more than like once since WrestleMania or twice since WrestleMania. I want to see him work. I want to see him wrestle and win matches if this is what they're set for. Or, get this, when he had the IC title, wrestle matches. Yeah, that would have helped. That would have been neat. Jake asks why you're catering to a GCW jobber. Um, did Denise win that match either? I'm pretty sure she didn't. Alan uh, says you didn't win. This is this doesn't have to do with Denise. This has to do with you and you jobbed. Oh, me, the guy who went face to face with with Josh Barnett and he didn't do shit. Did you win? Yeah, I didn't get pinned. I didn't get submitted. Alan Mark says, Joel Pearl's a powerful mofo. He broke all of YouTube. Go, Joel. Well, at least well, someone's rooting for the damage that he causes. Let's let's not go calling Joel powerful. Okay. <clears throat> Take it easy. It's the weekend. Easy says, are we getting the call up so they'll have all the gold? If you mean um, the current tag champs in NXT, I could see that too. I could see them getting called up at any moment. Honestly. Um, that, that could happen at a moment's notice. So I would imagine so. M. Dare says, WWE can kick rocks. We fans need to stand up by stop watching their terrible programming. We watch because we love that the talent, uh, the talent, despite the terrible way they're treated and utilized, they're both legit top five most popular in WWE. I would argue that right now, there are actually more talent being protected on the main roster than I've seen in a long time covering WWE. You've got Gunther. As of now, they haven't screwed him up. Cody, Roman Reigns. Drew is being pretty well protected as well. 
Um, and that's about it. You got, you got four people, but those and Bianca. Bianca's protected as well. But other than that, it's it's kind of out there. But the women's tag division has never been booked good. It's never been no. booked consistently well from the time that they had the titles. And uh, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. No, Josh especially... Said, sorry. I was just going to say, especially considering... Like how many times Sasha's been the victim of that, right? At least two, I think three times now. So um, that's ridiculous. And then pretty much everything else between has been like filler reigns. Mm -hmm. There was Charlotte and somebody for like half a minute. That was basically just to pad Charlotte's resume. Nikki A.S.H. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's just, um, it's never felt like a priority. Not even when they introduced the belts. Like that's pretty sad. Like out the gate, you didn't care and you went out of your way to create these belts. It's, it's kind of bewildering what the point of introducing them was then. Somebody said four isn't a lot, but someone said five is four more than normal. That's exactly right. Somebody says you forgot Seth. Seth has not been protected. Seth's eating L's all the time. James says, I hope all turns out well, but it says something that Sasha and Naomi walking out has garnered them more sustained attention than winning and defending the very title strip from them. Exactly. When the buzz is more about what's not happening than what is happening that doesn't bode well for the quality of your programming and it's because of the quality of the programming that that is such a talking point because people believe that that uh that it should be something that's stood up about and joel wood asked about the contracts being up do you think it's for both or either of them in wwe i don't know i'm gonna work to find out there was somebody that indicated to me there was some time left on sasha's deal but i don't know that i know that when she re-signed. They were signing people to a lot of uh, five-year deals. They were locking people down, but things can change. You can you can get that adjusted just like Kevin Owens did at one point. Alan Mark says, two-team tournament. Isn't that just normal WWE programming? Same match 49 <laughs> times of 50-50 booking. So Xavier Woods faced Butch. And they had a pretty solid match. We have seen it before. We've seen it twice before. This is the 11th match in two months between these two sides. Butch gets the win with a quick pin. He darts out of the ring through the crowd. And Pat McAfee wonders aloud if he has to poop real bad. That was a good point. And then Ridge and Sheamus beat up Xavier. Uh, again, I'm not going to talk about this match. Because you've heard me talk about it a bunch of times already. These both these guys can both work. Uh, Woods gets the win with the with the, the quick roll up, and he the says that he's bring. Yeah, sorry. Respect he, the name. Yes, he gets beaten up afterwards, and he says that he's bringing the uh, what is it that he's bringing somebody along that they're not going to like to face off next week. Now I'm intrigued. But this is the most important part of the, the most interesting part of this is that I'm excited to see who he brings. I don't know. Like, I mean, Tyler Breeze is back and stuff, but I don't know if he would qualify there. Like, I didn't know Tyler Breeze was back, to be honest. Well, yeah, he's back doing up, up, down, down stuff. Oh, I see. Yeah. Sorry, um, I should have clarified before people wrote articles. Yeah, there's just. The juice was gone from this feud like eight weeks ago or something. There's just nothing here. 
it's not Biggie, so I don't really care who it is that they're bringing because until it's Biggie, that's just not going to mean a lot to me. I think it's going to be Drew. Drew, who you just said was protected. Yeah, he'll get the win. He'll get the win. Um, for those asking, no, the Sasha be, uh, Naomi thing is not a work at all. Not a yes. work. Please stop saying that in our chat. It's not a it's work. It's not a work. Cody, it's not a work. This is not a work. Stop not a work. Everything's work. <laughs> Backstage, we have Max Dupree. Brian Sullivan says, why are they changing names already owned by WWE? This is the former LA Knight, the former Eli Drake. He is leading a group of male models. Uh, I assume Mace is a part of it because that's who uh, has been working the dark matches. He's been working it in like business casual stuff with Jordans on. And um, Sonya signed him to the deal. And Adam's like, well, that's not going to work. And he goes, well, yeah, it is because I got a contract, buddy. So we're going to see more of that. What do you think of the name change to Max Dupree? And how do you think this goes? First of all, it's Max Dupree. Thank you. Thanks for that. You're welcome. Uh, It's stupid. I don't need a male modeling agency in my wrestling. Why? What's wrong with male models? Unless Ben Stiller comes back. Yeah. He says, but why male models? Why not male models? Um, Because I would like them to be wrestlers. And why do they just keeping, they keep taking fragments of Breezango and breaking them off and handing them out. Like Austin Theory gets selfies. (laughs) Breezango gets like the model. I can't wait to see who gets the detective gimmick. Right? That'll be next. Um, But I just, if they give me a reason to care, that'll be cool. I really like LA Knight. I don't think there was a need to change his name at all. LA Knight is perfect for even this gimmick. LA Knight is like, that sounds like a male modeling agency guy's name. Like that sounds perfect. And it was already owned by them. So now it seems like they're just changing names for the sake of changing names. Uh, but I, if someone can make me care, it's it's LA Knight. So I'll give it time. But uh, I do not care at this moment in time I, about Mace. I know how to make else. you care. How? manscape.com code fightful you know these male models are using that summer's coming the sun is shining the shirts are off and you want your balls to be smooth you heard that right your friends at manscaped are here to make sure your beach balls are as smooth as floridian sand i don't know why they put that in the ad copy because i don't want sand near my balls sand but isn't smooth listen they wrote it i said it in you also summer, just you said want- balls wear shirts in summer you want to kill some cold beers and barbecues not kill the vibe with your pubes peeking out of your swimming trunks or kill your balls in general thankfully manscaped is here to help and right now 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code fightful site-wide all the time how about that all the time it's not just now it's not just this product it's everything 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code fightful you know the drill you don't want your balls throwing up the big X and having to get checked out by a doctor. So use Manscaped. 
That lawnmower 4.0 trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to that advanced skin-safe technology. has a 7,000 RPM motor to the point to where, you know, that girl's going to walk up to you and say, that thing got a Hemi? No, it's got a 7,000 RPM motor, a multifunction on-off switch can engage a travel lock and gives you the ability to turn a 4,000K LED spotlight on and off when needed. It's waterproof, too. And once those weeds down there are taken care of, look after yourself with those liquid formulations. The Crop Preserver. It's ball deodorant, my friends. Stay cool in the heat. It's got soothing aloe vera formula. That way you don't have a sweaty sack. They even threw in two free gifts into their performance package 4.0. The Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag that bring your comfort to another level. They got everything from shears. They got pristine nail cutters and tweezers and grooming scissors to help you get it look good. Manscaped and the Code Fightful gets you 20% off. Somebody asked if it was a Joe Dirt reference. Yes, it was. It was. You've seen Joe uh, Dirt, right? Yes, but I'm I'm I don't love it the way you love it. Charles. Why not? I just I think I saw it like 15 years ago once in college. You should watch it again. You should watch it again. I learned very valuable lessons from that. I know you did, and you passed them on to Jeremy because you're a sweetheart. <laughs> Yep. Snakes and sparklers. sparklers. Snakes and sparklers. See, I listen. See, sometimes. and even even our audience knows it. <laughs> Snakes and sparklers. And you get great headlines that make Renee Paquette want to unfollow you, probably. But it's all good. She didn't. She didn't. She what finally followed me. Wonderful woman, that Renee Paquette. What a lady. Nurguru says this company man the audacity they have to say what they did, but worse they want to have a tournament with probably thrown together teams, which is why they walked out for having a lack of f this company f it's so hard. If Sasha were to leave, she has every right to. She's one of the few people I don't want to see in AEW. Frankly, she's bigger than them, and the treatment of their women would not entice her. Hollywood Banks is the way if she leaves. I get the feeling that if. They end up with Sasha Banks and AEW. A lot of things are going to change with that women's division. No offense to anyone there already. Yeah, it's this sort of transformative. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's an awful lot like Ronda Rousey coming to the UFC. I think it's like it's it's a game changer. It's like a reason why things change as well. Dream Ninja says Sasha is the best there, and the only reason I watch WWE anymore. F this company. We're getting a lot of F this companies. WWE needs Sasha more than she needs them. Yeah, I would I would say so at this point. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with that point as well. If they had had a tournament's worth of tag teams, they wouldn't be in this position to begin with. Yep, that's what I'm saying. And tournaments are like the one situation where I kind of have leniency and forgiveness to um thrown together tag teams because it, yes. it it makes sense in that situation like hey i want tag team gold i'll go find a friend like that actually works kate says hey sean and kate doubt it's possible we could wdb theoretically add the suspension time on sasha's contract yes they can your sasha is not coming to work they can freeze the deal they absolutely can mark says 
Sasha and Naomi disappointed millions of WWE fans. Quote, is WWE trying to spin the narrative as if we don't live in the day and age of social media? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is a lot different than 2002 and Stone Cold Steve Austin taking his ball and going home, which he says he regrets. Although, if you look back at Steve Austin's point, he had a really good point. Maybe don't do Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Brock Lesnar on Raw in a King of the Ring match. <laughs> like, maybe put that on pay-per-view. Maybe have that be the finals instead of a five-minute match against RVD at King of the Ring. Just saying. He had he he was Not right wrong. too. Not wrong, that Steve. We had happy talk. Uh Corbin cut a really dramatic, like I don't want to say emotional, um, serious promo about Madcap Moss and and ridding WWE of Madcap Moss. And then you hear slot machines and <laughs> all this goofy shit as music hits. I was like, it kind of undermined the tone of the promo. And then, oh no, someone has destroyed the Andre the Giant trophy. Whatever will they do? Which has launched careers, according to them. There's been one person who has won a WWE title after that, and that's Braun Strowman. And let me tell you, he ain't feeling very launched right now, even though he's getting that that Nottingham money from Authors of Pain, or Legion of Pain is their name now. He's getting that money right now. Good for him. It has not launched any careers. Uh, Cesaro's gone. Matt Hardy's gone. Mojo's gone. Braun is gone. Who else it's we got? Just Jay. It's only Jay is the only one that won that. That's in the company. No, uh, Madcap Jay and and Corbin. But oh, five right, of the Corbin. five of the eight are gone. Five of the eight are gone. And look, Colin Jose is Colin Jose is losing a bunch of coworkers tomorrow. It's he doesn't true. get to hang out with Pete Davidson anymore. So like, is he really Katie winning? Brian, Kate McKinnon. Yeah, I just the. The big bald wolf, like that's where who could possibly care, Sean? <laughs> like yeah, I just and it's not Corbin's fault. It's just that this has just been so run into the ground. Even when they played the highlight of him doing the the chair maneuver, I was like, all that did was show and me how gimmicked away. the chair was. Yeah. <laughs> like it, playing it over and over again made it very apparent. It's bad. Jake says, does Corbin have dirt on Vince? Like caught him with a hooker or something? Why is he always on my TV? I always say this. I didn't understand it until I was there live. And I heard the kind of booze that Corbin gets live. I could see why Vince would be in Gorilla and say, okay. Okay. I don't have a problem with Corbin. I have a problem with this nonsense. Follow-up says, why are you naming people from the WES show in UK, Mojo, Braun, etc.? There's, I, I think there's a lot of good names on there. I like Mike Bennett. I like Cross. I think that Cross, Kalisto, and Jonah match is fascinating. Like, who would have thought to put them together? Um, Lana's wrestling on that show. Nia's wrestling on that show after we didn't think she was ever going to wrestle again. Deanna and Chelsea teaming up. I think there's a lot of interesting stuff on there. I think it's like a lot of people are quick to dunk on it, but there's some stuff I'm interested in there. If you are attracted to women, Lana has an OnlyFans launch today. I'm just letting people it's know. It's uh, Brand Army. I got some info about it. That One of the people from Brand Army was 
saying that she was breaking like their one day record. Big shocker. My goodness. Big shocker. Yeah. Um, goodness. But Joy McElroy says Sasha and Bailey carried <laughs> WWE through the biodome. They certainly did. Um, Bailey, especially, like they leaned on her heavily. She gave an awful lot to that company. Shauna says, what does WWE hope to gain from going public against Sasha and Naomi? The public seems to be not on the side of WWE. It looks bad. Some people are. I mean, that's the thing. Some people are. And they and want that- stakeholders to be. So they have to say that, right? Yeah. And yeah. truthfully, they're not wrong about the breach of contract part. Like that part, they're right about. The guilt trip to sure. the fans part is wrong. But like, they are contracted to do a job that they didn't do. So that part, they have a leg to stand on. I just don't like how it's being framed. Max Dupree says that Rene Dupree is looking different in 2022. No, really Google Rene Dupree these days. He's looking a lot different in 2022. I think he's still like 36 or something. Really? Like, Oh yeah. Like he was 19 when he was in, no, he's like 38. He was 19 when he was in WWE. Like it was, Pretty wild that they brought him on that early. J.W. Pringle says, it's like this company is ra- or run by a crazy old rich man. What's that? Oh, it is? Kate <laughs> has the gabagoo. Hey! We got Gunther versus Drew Gulak. Now, let me tell you, even though this is a rematch, I'm good with it for a couple reasons. That Ludwig Kaiser intro of Gunther is so good, and the presentation is so great. Thus far, they have done right by Gunther Walter across UK, NXT, and SmackDown. Like, all the way through, they've done well. Gunther beats that ass, to be expected. Sorry, Drew. The interesting part is that Ricochet comes out afterwards. Now, what I hope doesn't happen is they just have Gunther win a championship contenders match. Just put him in there for the IC title and have this guy win the IC title and then have him murder people as IC champion. I would love that, Kate. Um, I am all for Gunther continuing to destroy people. Uh, Bummer, it's got to be Drew Gulak, but he's real goddamn good at it. And I want to see this guy win the IC title. I want to see a badass 10-minute match between these two. So, yes and no. I feel like you... In a show of rematches, you couldn't even find somebody different to jump to Walter. Come on. Fair. Like, let me let me see who was available. One other guy. Uh and I just feel like they said Ricochet was gonna get this big push and they haven't really done anything with his reign, which is yeah. a mega bummer because Ricochet is like a, a real life superhero. I don't know if you've heard. <laughs> Mansoor would have been great here. Mansoor. Mansoor totally would have been... different presentation than uh, Drew yeah. Gulak. Like, that would have been fun. One of um, Viking Raiders, one of Los Lotharios, Jinder, Shanky, doesn't matter. I, I mean, I don't think that Gunther cares if somebody's nice or not nice to fans. There were like seven or eight other people they could have used here. Yes, I agree. Yeah, and like a rematch of a squash is the worst type of rematch. <laughs> it was it was one of the best squashes I've ever seen, though. Like It was, this, but because of that, it makes no sense that there would be a rematch. It was not a spirited competition in any Yeah, way. I mean, but I mean, that last one was Coco Beware Patriot levels of ass whooping. And if you <laughs> don't know what I'm talking about, go watch it. Uh, this was this was fun stuff. 
Matt says, can't believe WWE did what they did to Sasha and Naomi. If the contract rumors are true, they aren't coming back. I, I promise you guys, I'm going to work to find out as much I can about the contract stuff. But if they're suspended, I'd be shocked if their contracts weren't frozen. Volob says that Renee is living his best life in Japan, wrestling in Noah now. Well, good for him. Josh says you're not going to stand for Sean's bullying. She fought a gang of bears once. Yeah, I did. Wow. I fought them all off. One of them got a little part of my lip, but other than that, me, Brian Danielson, and Masha Slamovich, we fight bears. Just how it goes. Habib Nurmagomedov does as well. Jennifer says, just some love and a reminder to take care of yourselves. Great to see your faces. Thank you for being amazing, Sean and Kate, and all of Fightful. We truly appreciate all of you, like, so much. Um, thank you all. You all are the best. Uh, our select numbers shot back up through the roof this this month. I mean, I, I expected in summer to lose a bunch of subscriptions because people are going out, but they've they've recovered very nicely. So thank you guys so much. Jake says, logically, I understand, but WWE isn't so logical. So it's pretty stupid. The fact that Cody willingly came back to this company. Can't wait to see him cash in money in the bank on the 24-7 title. Jake, I do not think that'll happen. Um, I mean, honestly, I'm rather optimistic that they're booking like five people at one point, at one time competently, because that to me, that's like them chewing gum and walking at the same time. I'm just shocked, shocked. I'm shocked that you think they're booking five people competently. They are. And by that, I mean, they're just not losing on TV, which is about as much as I can ask for out of them. So backstage, Shotzi uh, <laughs> is yelling at Aaliyah, and then Raquel comes up, and Shotzi yells at Raquel. And I thought this was probably one of the better promos I've heard from Shotzi. Her promo delivery ain't quite for me. So I thought this was really, really good, and it was really emotional and probably has some truth in it. <laughs> Somebody says five is a stretch. No. It ain't. Um, I listed the five earlier. There's five people on that show that haven't been losing lately. But as far as Shotzi, she loses to Raquel. It's an okay match. Raquel is being protected. I don't think last week hurt her a damn bit. In fact, it probably made her look better because she hung in there with Ronda Rousey. Had a great title match. And I'm good with this. It wasn't Raquel's time. And AEW does this a lot. If it's not their time, they'll have them lose a title match. Then they'll just rebuild them. It's just the thing is with AEW, so often that rebuilding comes on dark where nobody watches it, relatively speaking. This came on SmackDown on Fox. We knew she was going to beat Shotzi. She's probably beating Aaliyah next week. I was fine with this. Yeah, this was fine. Um, last week, I really... it What... What do you want me to say? It wasn't the best match I've ever you seen. Hang out with world. Alex too much. That's all. I'm going by what's in front of me. I don't want. I'm looking forward to Raquel and Aaliyah next week. No. <laughs> Come on. The match was good. I have a problem with Shotzi kind of dropping to Raquel. That should not be her status, but like that's where she's at right now. Raquel looks great in this. Shotzi got her ass kicked in this. Like a. It was fine. I don't know what you want me to say beyond that. Also, it shouldn't take three of the four horsewomen being inactive to feature other women on your program. 
but I am glad that it was. I'm sorry that you found the word fine to be a damning <laughs> term. Riot DR says, watching Raquel gives me Diesel 94 vibes. Naturally cool. But what if you smile more? Almost as awkward as Butch being called a child. Listen, I know that based on what you've seen out of Raquel, that seems out of place. That, sh that is legitimately closer to her than the gimmick that you've seen over the last two years. I, I assure you. Oh, lots of super chats still about Sasha and Naomi. Dream Ninja says, WWE clearly has no clue. Does Vince really think this crap is going to fly with Sasha Banks fans? Sasha stands go hard for Sasha. Keep up the great work, SRS. That they do, uh, but I don't think he cares. I don't think he gives a shit, to be honest with you. Ken says, think about it. If Sasha goes to AEW, she can finally face off against the legends of New Japan. I mean, she, they ain't going to do intergender matches there. Daniel says, I don't know why Sasha and Naomi stuff is being announced on TV. Whether what they did was right, I don't know why WWE is trying to deal with this quietly. Uh, or isn't trying to deal with this quietly. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't have done it that way. I would say that they are sidelined and could not meet their obligations. And they're going to do a tournament as a result. Or, I don't know, just forget those damn titles. Wait, oh, wait, they already did for the last two or three years. They forgot about those titles all the damn time. That's kind of the point here. But yeah, I would be handling this privately. Mark Quill says, Sasha and Naomi disappointed the fans. Says the company that for the better part of the year has been a heel promotion revolving around the top bad guy trouncing everyone in his path. For the for the better part of a year? For the better part of a year? How about the better? 649 days or whatever the hell uh, how about for, yeah. I mean, how about for the better part of, uh, I don't know, a decade since they were pulling around Brian Danielson, Dana Bryan. Uh, Jake Salazar says 11 years later, CM Punk is still right. Vince doesn't care what people want. Exactly. It, it's about what he wants. And that's okay. Ultimately, they're making money hand over fist. But uh, I'll tell you one thing. That ain't the snakes and sparklers method that I've come to know and love. That is true. CM Punk has been right about literally everything, including when he blocked Sean. So. Well, he also unblocked me. So how about that? He was right then, too. After he you... said that he wasn't going to unblock me. I know. he had. A, you're welcome for that. You know what did it? I name dropped Joe Kenda. That's it. That's I totally did. what it was. Do you know who Joe Kenda is? I don't. Is it a hockey thing? Well, first off, he's the fucking legend. Pardon my language. He's a homicide detective in Colorado Springs. Solved like hundreds and hundreds of homicides. Uh, but he has a show on Investigation Discovery, and he tweeted about it once. Uh, CM Punk did. And I quoted Joe Kenda because he's known for his very dry sense of humor. And I think Punk probably thought I was being a dick and probably looked at my profile and saw wrestling writer blocked. <laughs> like, Because at that point <laughs> of his life, why wouldn't he, right? Uh, I block people for less. Uh, I block people all the damn time. But when I name dropped Joe Kenda, I think that's when he was like, Got to unblock this guy. That guy. He's on the Wait, level. So he, he's like a shoot homicide investigator. Yeah, this isn't like a show. This is not like not a, a not a work homicide detective. No, he's not an Elliot Stabler. <laughs> he is a shoot homicide detective. I can't Look do that. that stuff. I can't do the murder investigation stuff. It creeps me out. I mean, that's that's a line of work I would have gotten to if not this. So I'm very interested in it. Pastor. Brandon, 
murder investigation yeah. or wrestling journalist. Well, I mean, investigating literally anything is kind of what I'm good at. But all right, I would have liked that. Just looking at dead people all day. Brandon Charles Powell says, "Just heard they're doing a tournament to crown the new women's tag champs. A tournament involving who exactly?" That's congratulations, Brandon. You're going to be entered into the your comment. Tag team you are the winner. They poor, they fired Eric Young. He he was a former Knockouts Tag Team Champion. He could have been in this thing. There you go. And Santina. There you go. Oh man, Valab says if Max Dupree doesn't start a faction where he recreates the Kelvin or Kevin, your dog died meme, then what are we even doing here? If you don't know, look it up. I don't know. I don't know that meme. Kevin, your dog just died. I assume- oh yeah, yeah yeah. I've seen that. I've seen that. I assumed it was a reference to the office, no. but now I have to Google it. Leo says, Sasha and Naomi did not let me down. Screw you, WWE. The smear campaign by WWE is making me so uncomfortable. And this tag team tournament is a joke. Well, the tag team tournament is a joke, but hopefully the wrestlers um, show out like really, really hard and they make it good. I hope. What else do we got? Oh, we're at the end of the show. A rematch of some sort? Kind of. We're at the beginning of the show as well. Because there was a 15-minute open. And I, you know what? I thought that the context of it was good, but it didn't need to be 15 minutes. This could have been five minutes. I didn't need six minutes of walking down to the ring. I didn't need the catch-up at the beginning, especially if you're going to play replays all night. I love Paul Heyman name-dropping The Rock because that gives us shit to talk about. Among others, that wasn't the only person. He said he mentioned The Rock, but when you say The Rock and Roman Reigns is in the ring, your ears perk up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. And and by accident, Wild Samoans quite a few times, which was good. Yes, or Um, fine. However, saying "Oh, they're doing something the Wild Samoans couldn't do," they didn't have two sets of tag titles. And if you say, "Oh, well, yeah, other companies." Well, then in that case, you still got plenty of other tag titles. FTR are just as close to unifying those damn things as, as anybody else is. So um, the promo I thought was was good. Roman, like, smiling and grinning as he hugged the Usos was a, was a, was a nice touch. How'd you feel about the opening promo? Don't say fine. I thought it was dandy. How's that? They didn't really say anything. There was no new information here. It was delightful, Sean. I laughed. I cried. No, I I didn't feel like they really said that much. I liked Heyman's portion of it. I did like Roman's facial expressions. They were nefarious, and I always appreciate that. Yeah. Um, But, like, this whole thing being booked in reverse made this feel weird and predictable, which is what the match was. (laughs) Though um, a banger. It was it was not as good as I had anticipated. There was this spot in the middle of the match where Riddle hit the turnbuckle and they ended up working over his hip really hard, but he stopped selling. The ref threw out the X. <laughs> they had to check on him. But then we come back from commercial after thinking, is this match going to continue? Because they rushed a commercial and he's getting launched up into the damn air and hit with like a double spine buster. But the match to me was not what I had expected. I thought it was going to be just like a barn burner, a banger. It just wasn't that. I thought the pace of it was slowed by that, and you couldn't have possibly predicted that. And the finish, 
I like the finish, but it took away from the actual in-ring stuff for me. But after all those months and months and months of Roman Reigns getting helped out by the Usos, he helped out his cousins. And he doesn't do that nearly as much. But um, I thought that it was a is a natural finish. Roman wants as much power as possible. And we got that. And the Usos combined the titles. But they're not combining them into one title. Because that's one of the things I liked about RK-Bro and Usos. RK-Bro is like, we'll carry around one set. Usos are like, no, we're going to do as much as possible. We're going to have titles on every shoulder possible. Like they, they wanted it to be as gaudy about it as they could be, just like Roman. What'd you feel about this? I thought it was fine. It was just fine. <laughs> I thought it was, was going to be a lot better. Yeah. This had like main event feel going into it. And because the six man was mm. so great, like one of the best matches I've ever seen. Great. Yeah. Uh, my expectations were extremely high, so maybe that's partly on me. But I felt like the match was only okay. I did like toward the end when uh, I think it was Jimmy was going to the top rope and Jimmy looked- Van. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Jimmy Van going to the top rope. Very versatile guy. Um, <laughs> he was going to the uh, Jimmy Uso was going to the top rope and. Look, if you're not going to do a Samoa Joe walkaway spot, which is my favorite spot in all of wrestling, the next best thing is to go meet them up at the top rope when they're taking forever, which is what Riddle went to do. So I appreciate little psychology things like that that Riddle's really good at. Um, but this match was like kind of only okay, and then I felt like the the ending was super predictable. Like, of course Roman's going to interfere here, and of course the Usos are going to win. So it made wrestling sense. But it was very predictable. And when you're unifying titles, like I would much prefer a, a clean victory here after everything that's led up to it. it. It diminishes it, in my opinion. However, Roman did a great job making that spot go lightning fast. And his facial expressions at the end on the side were yes. great. I really, really liked the way he participated. Um, but like, it's unification match, man. Just let them fight. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm okay with that finish, all things considered, because they're going to lead to Riddle and Orton getting world title shots, I would imagine. But I loved how much they hyped up this match all throughout the last week. Uh, but there was so much time killing on this show. Made my head spin. Uh, Matt says, hey, from Buffalo, Sasha debuting in AEW would be a game changer for them, similar to Moxley showing up in 2019 or Brian coming in last year. Yes, I agree. I think that she is just as important as probably probably Danielson coming in because of such an addition to the women's division that she would be. I don't know that that would happen, though. Kayla says, would RK Bro have won despite the storyline? I mean, no, this was this was the plan pretty well from the beginning. Shane says, would you where would you rank Bloodlines a faction in wrestling history? Oh, gosh. I mean, way down there. NWO, DX, Four Horsemen, um, New Day, New Day are are above it. Bullet Club are above it. Um, I would put Black Combat Club above it already, to be honest. What is it? Black Full Combat Club. I would put above them already, to be I honest. I wouldn't yet. I wouldn't that's, yet. That's fair. That's early, but it's just yeah. one of my favorite things. That Social Outcasts, like Evolution. Somebody mentioned like there's there's a ton of them. Riot says Usos are the first. Pretty sure Carlito and Primo 
We're walking around with two sets of titles. The Dudleys, too. There, there's a lot of people, a whole lot of people that have done this. Sean says, when does Cody get his title shot? I would say SummerSlam probably makes a lot of sense to me. Mark Losper says, Heyman mentioning The Rock. What fake gold-plated prop are we getting at the next WrestleMania? <laughs> I, I just want to say, I don't think The Rock versus Roman Reigns should be for the title. I've said this over and over again. Head of the table of that family. And because Roman Reigns doesn't have that title, he's paranoid that the real head of the table is going to provide more. Nerdguru says Undisputed Era was greater than Bloodline and NXT. Yeah, I would I would agree with that too. No, and people, that's no, and that's not me saying that Bloodline was bad. Like I think they're good, but for sure, a lot of people mentioning the Shield too. I can't believe we left yeah, that. Yeah, the off. Shield, oh obviously. God. Jake Salazar says Solo Sokoa getting called up as Justin Uso. And um, being dual IC and US champ, I think that'd be cool too. But now I kind of want Gunther to win that title. So I don't know, maybe not. I don't know why you would not call up Solo Sokoa right now. I know I watch NXT as a part of my job every Tuesday, but that guy could come up tomorrow. And I feel like so much of the bloodline has gotten very stale. He could make it real interesting in a real hurry, especially if Roman is taking time off from in-ring. Like yeah. it, it seems very obvious to me. Reminder yeah. guys, get in your super chats, get in your humper chats. We are going to continue talking about Sasha and Naomi throughout this show, even through the, the rampage review, because it is the hottest topic, but uh, get in those super chats and humper chats to get your question or statement right on the air. Uh, this week we have interviews with John Gresham, Gabby Ortiz and AJ Francis, the former top dollar next week. I got hangman page filmed it a while back, but there is nothing topical in that interview but it's a fun interview. It is a very fun interview. At least what I caught of it on video, which uh, added to the bit, but um, it's, it's a good time. You all will like it. Also, Jake's, you broke some news on Fightful Select about Stephanie McMahon. I feel like we're glossing over that, and that was a big one. Yeah, nobody's talked about it. What about about her taking uh, some time away? Says, yeah, that, that to a, me felt like a big deal. It was a big deal, but... Um, I'm working, I'm working on more on that. Nick Khan has taken over a lot of her duties. I've confirmed that with WWE. Like, I know a lot of people look at him as like the boogeyman, but he's getting like really high marks in WWE for his performance and, and the, the financial performance under him. Jake says, we're going to get a gold black Adam lightning bolt. <laughs> Mark says, am I out of touch? No, everyone outside of Bruce Pritchard. That's what's wrong, says Vince Principal Skinner McMahon. <laughs> Jake with the kind words saying he appreciates us and Mark saying Kate runs the New Jersey Combat Club, the group that fights <laughs> bears. <laughs> Look, if you go hiking, there might be bears. And there we might have be. A couple of hiking trails here in New Jersey. Jordan Play says, allow toxic attraction into the tag tournament, unify those tag titles, and allow them to float between all three shows. It works. I agree, Jordan. In fact, they should have never instituted those NXT tag titles. We said it on every show back then. It was the beginning of the end for women's tag team wrestling there. It restricted them an awful lot. Mark says, if every title's on SmackDown, why should anyone watch Raw? So we can see Cody versus Miz get interrupted by Seth again? That's a very good point. I'm not going to argue it. That is a very missable three hours. Every... Every week, it's a missable three hours at this point. Jake says, at this point, it's WrestleMania backlash, backlash in a cell. 
my notes were titled SmackDown Backlash because so much of this yeah. was what was on the card last week or adjacent to that. Joel says that <laughs> Sasha wants to be booked on top and she wants the division to be booked strong. It would take six months of AEW women's booking to send her into retirement. Joel, I mean, I know that's an easy dunk, but acting like that wouldn't completely transform the way that they book things, I think is disingenuous. If you've got somebody like Sasha, that changes an awful lot of stuff. And I would even argue that there's been improvements since Tony Storm showed up. Yeah. Uh, the, I think the tournament's been all right, but we'll talk about that. Nerd Guru says, CM Punk, you will apologize to me for them because they can't be here right now and they can't stand up to you and they can't let their voice be heard. I'm CM Punk, voice of the voiceless. And you will apologize and you will like it. There you go. My heart. Jake says, but they're booking Cody well, huh, Sean? Yes, they are. I think they are booking Cody exceptionally well. He's going out there. He's allowed to speak in his own voice. He's winning matches. He's winning matches against marquee talent. He's not losing matches. He is very clearly on a track to becoming WWE champion. They are allowing him to reference uh, history with his father. I hope that he references the fact that Seth Rollins cost him a title that his brother and his father both won in the past because he can make it mean something. Yes, I think they're doing very right by Cody right now, especially by WWE standards. It's Vinny. Fine. Muted. Vinny says, being a WWE fan and watching this show with your audience comments is like watching Fox News or MSNBC. Don't know which one. Anyway, love you guys. Um, sure. I don't know what that means, but. I mean, I think we try to keep our criticism substantive. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Mark says the timing of the main event post show with showing super sad fans, WDB statement about Sasha and Naomi disappointing people was something uh, that was on the back of my head when seeing the closing angle on SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, that They went off the air beating RK bro's ass. And like that demeanor, it reflected a lot of the, the audience at home, although for categorically different reasons, it wasn't the concern for, RK bro is people a little pissy over Sasha and, and Naomi. Mark says Sasha's complaint has never been about wanting to be booked on top. It's been about the quality of the division. That's what led FTR out the door. They were given the tag titles and they were like, Oh, all right. Well, well how about all this money too? And they're like, no, it's not about that. It's about changing what we're doing and doing something special. Anthony says, I get WWE trying to protect their image, but they're going out of their way to paint that Sasha and Naomi in a negative light. Yes, they are. Again, this is something that I would handle internally. I was not in there uh, to hear what was said, but I would certainly handle it better internally. Uh, we're going to have... Placed. You sound okay, but it's taking up like your whole chin. What is it? Your mic is taking up like your whole chin. Nothing. I think we'll be all right, okay. as long as I sound okay. But either way... Uh, fine. We've got AEW Rampage to talk about. We've got more Sasha and Naomi... Super chats, humper chats to read. I'm loving this 7 p.m. time. I'm, I just, I just wish it was full time. Always for always. Always, but alas, it is not. And next week we go back to the normal time. And well, I, I, I definitely I, do. I know. I, I legit have a booking I'm supposed to go to next Friday <laughs> night too. <laughs> I had somebody ask me to come to a show. So, you know uh, what, Sean? You can work here. 
16 days a year, 365 days a year. You could have Santa Claus's schedule, even one day a year. All right. I'm still going to, well, you know, the, the great thing about Santa Claus, I hit him up. Oh, and he was you? like, he's yeah, he's like, I wish he was like, you know what? I like being able to watch all my favorite shows, but you know what? I hate the fact that every year, I got to sit there on that sleigh and get geo-blocked and geo-restricted because I'm out of my home area. And I said, no way, homeboy. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. The fastest VPN in the world. The fastest in the world. Even the North Pole. Asher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen... Even that red-nosed son of a bitch Rudolph knows that. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You get a great deal, an additional month free. And, how about this? 30-day money-back guarantee. Can you believe that? Can, can you believe it? I can't. I can't believe it, Sean. They got I that can't. threat protection. Block online trackers. Block annoying pop-up ads. Block malware. And avoid geo restriction. You want to know the thing that I like about this, this day and age, Kate? Right now, flight prices are insane. And if you've been shopping for flights, they'll hike the price up on you because they know that you've been shopping for it. You can avoid price discrimination. If you forgot to get your kid a Turbo Man doll, get on NordVPN.com slash Fightful and get that Turbo Man doll. In fact, I'm just going to say, I'm just gonna, you're going to hear me yelling off into the distance right now because I'm so excited about this. Sean, are because you taking you off I'm on lying. Santa's sled? But I'm not lying. I'm not lying about this. We believe you, Sean. We believe you. A Turbo Man doll because you don't get price discrimination. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. And if you don't believe me, how about it? Turbo Man. Turbo man. I wouldn't have been able to get this without NordVPN.com slash Fightful. It's true. You ever seen that movie? Of course. Okay. I'm a a big Christmas mark. If there's a Christmas movie out there, I've probably seen it. L King says huge pop for the NordVPN thread. Take my money. They, They agreed to work with us through the end of the year. I can't tell you how happy that makes me. The fact that you all are signing up for NordVPN, which I truly use every single day and they were like let's go through the end of the year it makes me so happy they have invested in a lot of our shows and one of the things has been like well maybe there's going to be audience fatigue and so far they haven't seen it so thank you all so much but these are actually at walmart so i saw somebody getting one and i don't collect many figures these days but i wanted a turbo man because i loved jingle all the way when i was little but I was in a group and somebody local bragged about buying like six of them. They bought the whole stock. And I was like, did you watch the movie? Didn't you learn anything? You piece of shit. Wow. This is what led to Sinbad and Arnold Schwarzenegger going at it the whole time. It's true. People like that. And I wasn't about to leave with Booster. But instead, did you get it? At, instead, during the mine will be season? nestled. 
Mine will be nestled safely under my tree. Oh, you bought it. You're going to wrap it for yourself. Probably. Probably. That's sweet. Mark Losper says, maybe it's the color of my skin screaming, but I'm reasonably confident they wouldn't be treating Sasha and Naomi like this if they look different. That's that's hard for me to say. Um, Austin got treated pretty rough when he was on his way out. For and for all he did for that company, wrestling with a broken neck, he he got hosed pretty hard. Like, but eventually they changed their tune on it. But they still there was still that underlying like guilty tone. But um, it's it's really hard for me to say. Mark, yeah, Quilsis. listen to to Grapsity. I'm sure they'll talk about it a bunch. Like, I'm a big believer in listening to black people yeah. about black issues for sure. Yeah, but absolutely. Like, I completely understand that. Even just in reaction, I've seen online, I saw a lot of like, good for Tony Storm for walking out when she's creatively frustrated and criticism on the other side. That's definitely something that exists out there. But um, sure. there, there, I think there is a bit of a difference. Like one of the things that a veteran said to me is nobody's ever walked out during a show before, much sure. less one they were booked on. And they even said Austin didn't even do that. But uh, William Washington, Righteous Reg, Hell yeah. Phil Hell Lindsay yeah. on Grapsity Saturday at noon. You want to listen to those voices. Mark Quill says, let the Turbo Man do the rest of the show for you, Sean. Maybe me and yeah. Turbo Man can host next week since you're leaving me again. It's or you fine. could just you could call yourself Turbo Man and Why would I call myself that? Because the show's gonna be shitty without me. Jordan Place says everyone should remember that Sasha with AEW is no longer Sasha Banks. No more boss time. No more theme music. Different act. She's Mercedes at that point. Um, I I think Mercedes is a hell of a ring name. Honestly, <laughs> that's quite the ring name. And she's still her. <laughs> and she can still do the, the a lot of the presentation. We're gonna talk AEW Rampage, and again. Uh, we're going to be talking about Sasha and Naomi throughout this. Get in your super chats, get in your humper chats. House of Black beat Dark Order and Fuego. Uh, we got <laughs> uh, this was more competitive than I thought. I didn't think that this was going to be. Uh, somebody says that joke was Mad Cat Moss level, Sean. Geez, well, <laughs> I'm great. I can't I even thought make up. Big bald wolf joke though, because your hair looks fantastic today. Thanks, I paid a lot for the haircut. Shout out to uh, Wise Guys in Lexington, but this match was more competitive than I thought, and I don't know if it needed to be competitive with the personnel involved. Like, I right now, sadly, am not interested in Dark Order for some reason. Stu leaving, like, or them allowing that to happen, it took so much away from me because, like. That was one of the things like people didn't leave the dark order. It was intact. And. Ah, man. I feel like that's why it might've been competitive though. I think maybe you don't want to piss off the remaining members that you do have, and you don't want them to uh, feel like they're fading into oblivion, even though they're a little creatively lost in the shuffle right now. Yeah. Um, there were some spots that I liked. The slingshot wheelbarrow suplex was ridiculous. That was great. Um, the Fuego dies spot came much earlier in the show. Normally, I feel like that's around the third match. That DDT yeah. on the apron was ridiculous. Um, and just 
anytime Malachi Black strikes someone, I'm like, I believe that that hurts real bad. Yes. <laughs> so yes. that was fun. I'm looking forward to the feud that this was setting up, right? Like, I, I think that's going to be a much more compelling match. But I was kind of glad to see that this was given some time. Um, and I, I just, I love House of Black a lot. FTR promo, they uh, accept the challenge of Rapongi Vice. And they said, well, you know what? We'll defend this title against you guys. We don't mind because that gets us closer to the AEW tag titles and the IWGP tag titles. And we want both of those too. This was easy. And they said, you guys think a lot of stuff is funny. We don't. So you better come and be serious. And I love that because this is two great teams going at it. I thought this was simple and effective. Yeah, they're really good at, yes, I'll accept this match because it X, Y, or Z, right? Like, puts me closer to these tag titles, puts me closer to those tag titles. Like, everything they do feels justified and important. Very quick setup. I'm very much looking forward to that match, too. I really like Rapungi Vice, and their theme is a banger. Spears takes on Big Demo. Now, I don't read spoilers for Rampage, so I can be a little bit excited. I was surprised by this, and I thought, well, damn, that's a, that's a good one. That, that is, is a very good one. Uh, haven't signed him, but good gosh, that was fast. That match was like a couple minutes, it felt like. I don't know how it was live, but that was way too short for me, uh, being that it was Demo. I don't think they did him any favors there. I mean, the spot on the outside looked good. Putting him on TV is good. I'm happy for the guy. He's a truly wonderful dude. Spears should have absolutely won. It's just, I was like, damn. I feel like a couple of minutes could have been taken from the six-man, made that a little bit more dominant, put it here, made Big Demo look a little bit better, but have Spears be like, I can pull it off, man. I'm a crafty veteran. Still, I liked it, and him hitting the C4 looked great. Agreed. Uh, could have been a little bit longer. There, The no-selling in the beginning, I was kind of eh on. Like, I don't always love that, but I'm also wildly hypocritical because whenever Eddie Kingston doesn't sell a chop, I love it. And whenever <laughs> Sting no-sells, I pop for it. So it's just like a matter of taste, I guess, with whoever's in there. But great to see him on my screen. Um, this was a good convincing win for Spears. The promo after I thought was perfectly suitable. This is one of those Rampage matches that just keeps things moving along. And I'm fine with that on Rampage. Like not everything has to be in-depth storytelling devices. Like we can just keep stuff moving. That's fine. Tom LaValle says the best squash I'll ever see is next week in a cage on dynamite. <laughs> that is very true. The Bucks challenged the Hardys. It's set for double or nothing. I, I like this. I hope the match goes well. This is common sense. You do this match. You got to do this match on, on the last run. What Jeff Hardy tells me of the Hardy boys. Um, yeah, so, this is a dream match. Yes. Do it. And do <laughs> I think it'll be as good as it was five years ago? No, but do I have high hopes? I do. Pam DeBear says, Sean, why is Kate so jealous of you? Just a fan of yours trying to get down to the bottom of this. You know, I don't know. I think if there's one thing we've learned, it's that Kate loves attention, especially on social media, positive, negative, indifferent. Um, she's jealous of my knowledge of Joshi wrestling. That's for sure. That's, yeah, um, that's definitely true. She's jealous of how hot my bangs are. Okay. Okay. I was in that's, and now that's over the line. 
Yeah. You should be jealous of me. I get to do this and I don't I get, have to work nearly why, what, as hard as you. I gave you family <laughs> medical advice before the show. Like I I'm wonderful. Like I for I free. For I'm free. just saying if it comes down to jealousy, you should be jealous that I get to do this and I don't have to work nearly mm. as hard as you do. I just Pedriac ride your says, coattails as long as I can, buddy. Hey, Pedriac <laughs> says the issue with Sasha and AEW isn't present women's booking. It's if TK would stop her if he tried to improve it like she is in WWE. I think he'd cooperate. Uh, I think so too. I actually do think so. Just Johnny says, and I think it's a great point too. Like if, if there are issues that are, are raised to him and I haven't had any women in AEW outright tell me that they brought that up to Tony. So I guess if there are any out there, there are plenty that watch this show, hit us up and tell me and tell me how it went. Well, and there's John- a, a correlation there too, which is if they were going to sign Sasha, they are going to have to spend a lot of money on signing yes. Sasha. And so they're yes. probably going to get their money's worth, which consequently means it should be booked better, I think. Speaking of, Brit Tony promo, little common shit talking before their match. I like this. This is a marquee match in that in that tournament. So it's good to put them on here. I it, also I want to say mentioning the the double or nothing matches that got announced. I'm glad they announced these on Rampage because it feels like there's some newsworthy stuff that emerges from it. Agreed. I agree with all of that. Um, the, and it felt like there were quite a few that got set today. We got Jade, yeah. we got FTR, we got Hardys and Young and, Bucks. Oh, Death Triangle, I didn't even mention at the end of that match. Uh, they came yeah. out with the, the terrible looking tombstone and revealed that. But <laughs> we also got... We also got... Anna Jay versus Jade Cargill, double or nothing TBS title. That surprised me, but Anna's won like her last 12 matches. Uh, now, most of, most, of those are, <laughs> most of them are tag matches, and most of them are on dark, and most of them you didn't watch. And I hate that they do that, because I just kind of forgot about her for a while. But what do you think of them, them booking Anna Jay and Jade? I think... Anna Jay was Jade's first really solid match. So I think it's good that if you're going to go back to that well, you go back to the well of somebody who it was a, a successful match with, which is good. But that does feel like they're setting up something else for Jade. Like somebody's coming in or something's going to happen. I'm team bringing Malcolm Vivens as Stokely Hathaway to manage her. Maybe it happens after that. But it feels like Anna Jay and Jade is not going to be the story around what's happening there. It just feels like pay-per-view moment, Jade's undefeated, like some something is going to develop further with that story. It feels like to me, kind of like how with Christian and Kenny the second time around, it was not ended up not being about them at all, right? It became yeah. about Adam Cole and Danielson real quick. Kind of has that vibe to me. So I don't mind that match. I just think that at the end of it, it's that's not going to be what the story is. Clickbait it. Statlander, Red Velvet, Shot Kid says, I liked Red and Chris before, but I'm even more into them and their in-ring work since Chris got serious and Red turned heel. I think Chris's work since she came back from injury has been really, really awesome. Agreed. Like, like that's been a lot of fun. How'd you feel about this match? I thought the match was solid. Chris rules. Um, I liked the near falls being so close. Like, I love that stuff. Like, you can kick out at 2.9 a million times in a match and I'll bite. (laughs) So that was nice, especially with them. But Chris is just, 
since since she came back from injury, like you said, like she was good before that. She's been great since, and she's so she, in my opinion, has grown tremendously in ability to work with women who are significantly smaller than her. I felt like on the yeah. indies, she really made her name in intergender matches. So her versatility of who she's able to work and how she's been able to work with them, I feel like has just been off the charts lately. So this match was really good. Chris is great. And I, I like the, I liked the alien stuff, but I feel like the women's division is in need of grounded wrestlers and characters right now. So I'm, I'm into this kind of, I have the David Bowie face paint and that's it. And then I'm mm -hmm. serious. I'm, I'm in on that version of Chris. And I liked Ruby on, commentary here too yeah i did too and her making the save afterwards was nice tom lavalley says i'd like to see anna ruby and chris take on the baddies after double or nothing then let the baddies go over and go big give kiera an roh title shot after what i fear is that we'll end up getting into like oh god anna and ty conti versus the bunny and penelope territory where it's that over and over and over and over again but i would love to see a short program Andrew says TK should be doing more with Anna J. Happy for her. She's still getting those reps in. She's still relatively new. I also forgot. I was just looking at my notes here. At one point, Jericho said, it's disgusting that she would use the numbers game to her advantage. What a sneaky little commentary. I love it. I love that. <laughs> Sometimes he's got those gems. Sometimes he pulls them out. Hey, what's this that was, over there? Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, this was better with both Ruby and Regal being there because it kind of like justified him being in character a little bit more tonight. I I like him better in, in that role. It seems like Regal tries to get himself over on commentary and on the mic a little bit more than I'm used to. Like, since he's not reined in as much. I mean, we've had two Regal segments go over time already. Like, so I would like to see that reined in a little bit. Like... But also what I'd like to see is just if Dan Lambert can say the same shit for four straight months, I want to see Regal talk about nothing but shoving toothbrushes up his ass every show. <laughs> like, kind of like, like how Lambert grabbed the mic and just screamed some stuff. Regal's like, shove a toothbrush up your ass! <laughs> and then he's outside the <laughs> ring. <laughs> oh, man. Nathan DePaul says, understand the criticism of not really having any sort of build here, but I'm just happy to see Anna on television. Yeah, I, I get, I, I, I'm happy about that as well. Sorry for the stutter there, but I, I agree. And I, I just wish they would utilize what's on dark. Like show us a highlight. Hey, what's that over there? Says Maki Ito should try to join the baddies. I would love that. I think that'd be great. I want Sunny Kiss to be a baddie. Really I like bad. Jade can say we've got an international celebrity joining the baddies and it's Maki Ito and the other two get jealous. You do a quick program. Joel says if Sasha and Naomi's contracts are up in two months, do you think the suspension is to add time to their deal? So it'd give them more time to negotiate. I think Naomi will return before Sasha. Yes. I do think that's what it is. I do think that's what, how it'll work. Um, they're able to freeze those deals. They're obviously freezing them out of merchandising. Uh, Deshire says, you think Valerie Lareda keeps her name in NXT? Nope. She ain't that famous. But I do think she's coming in. Hey, what's that over there? Says, even though you guys are, you guys are reviewing Rampage, Vince should do whatever he can to get Jacob Fatu into the bloodline. Well, what he can do right now is either pay MLW a bunch of money or wait several years. They had their chance multiple times to get Jacob Fatu, and for some reason they didn't. 
Tom says, Sunny Kiss and the baddies. Yes, Kate. I think Sunny Kiss would be a fantastic, fantastic addition uh, as well. Speaking of fantastic, that Hookhausen and the, the <laughs> niece Smart Mark Sterling video is amazing. It was a training video where Smart Mark Sterling's getting hurt, uh, getting thrown around by one of the toughest in-ring competitors. You've got Hook casually training. And Danhausen just in amazement at the casual <laughs> training Hook is doing. This is so good. This is a classic example of a wrestling promotion just leaning into something the fans wanted for a little bit. I love it. Everybody wanted Hookhausen, so they gave us Hookhausen. I love Danhausen also just hanging from the monkey bars like a bat. Like that kills me. Um, what a fun asset. Uh, and a fun way to offset like the serious badassness presence of Hook. Like it's it's just been a lot of fun, and I like it when people lean into to stuff that the fans want to see, even when it's stuff that's not for me. I'm like, if two wrestlers want to do it and the fans want to see it, go do it. Yeah, I agree. This was a lot of fun. Orion Ben says that training montage was great. Van Twinblade says we are Hookerhausens, and Van he also says I get to meet Shaza Sunday. Do you want a picture of her holding the Shaza Fears SRS thing on the whiteboard? Yes. Please. Um, bury her. Bury you're her. Booking next Friday, you in a diner with Shaza? No, but somebody asked, actually, Muscle Man Malcolm, I did an interview with him. Go check it out. He asked five people who I would like to work, and Shaza was on the list. Like, I'm I'm gonna do some more wrestling in the future if my neck holds up. Like but there's like maybe five people I really want to work and Shaza's one of them, but I'll have to wait until she comes back. Probably won't get to Maven stole my opportunity to check her off the bucket list. I was supposed to kick her in the head as I was coming down the ramp at GCW and Maven <laughs> carried her out. <laughs> and like when, when she got to the back, I was like, Oh no. Oh no. That was one of my good heel spots. <laughs> But uh, we got just Johnny saying, do you think the way that Michael Cole delivered the news tonight caused friction between himself and other roster members such as Bailey? How's backstage morale with this situation? It was a straight-up burial for the reputation. I've not heard of any friction between anybody delivering the lines and the, the people that have to deliver them and talent. Um, I'm, I, I just haven't. Most of these people know that it's just people doing their jobs. I've not heard any of that yet. I'm sure that Michael Cole and Corey Graves will address that directly with Sasha and Naomi. We have, hey, what's that over there saying? Hook, Orange Cassidy, Dan Housen, Yano, four-way at Forbidden Door would be great. It would be great. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Hook playing off of those guys would be fantastic. I'll tell you what's not fantastic, this TNT title bullshit. What, what can I say about this? Okay, so Kazarian's there hanging out with Sammy, who he likes for some reason. And Sammy isn't giving Scorpio Sky his title back. Instead, he's beating it up with a sledgehammer. And we're supposed to believe that anybody gives a shit about this. Well, newsflash, everybody in the world knows you can get a new title belt. Well, how do we know that? Because they were running around with fucking two of them on the show! For months. It's I had to mute my mic. I've got the asthma. Anyway. 
Not only did they have two of them, Kate, Dan Lambert's got the other one. Thank you. And if he would stop talking about people fucking for five minutes, maybe he could run to the gym and bring it back. What the I hell? I mean, it is a landmark event in that he did not call Conti a whore on television today. So we do have yes. that going for us. But, yeah. I, I can't wait for him to be like, and before long, William Regal's going to be shoving toothbrushes up Ty's ass. Like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Don't put that out there into the world. This is what Joel does, and then the bad things come true, and then I have mm-hmm. to cry. Uh, yeah, no, this is just, this is bad. I want to root for Scorpio Sky. I don't know why he's still, like, leaning into the heel thing. I get Kazarian being on the other side of things because the enemy of my enemy is my friend or whatever it is. Um, but it's kind of weird that he was, like, hanging out with him in the parking lot. I did, however, laugh hysterically when Sammy and Tay were just making out real hard. Yeah. That was was funny. That was really funny. Um, but it's also, I was like, man, Lambert has the second belt. And also there's a belt on BTE. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, and this wasn't Brody's belt, thank God. But like, who cares? Kind of like, I feel like this is probably an excuse to get Scorpio a Laker belt, like a, a yellow and purple belt. But, um, I don't know. This is, this program is not for me. I don't need to see this match a third time even. Like, I don't know why we have to run this back again. I felt like the whole point of the Battle of the Belts match was a double turn, and now that's not even real, and we're running this back. It just feels very odd and offbeat to me. Mark says, remember when Miro held the TNT title? <clears throat> good time. They were good times. And Cody. And a- Ali says, Sean, am I one of the five you want to work? Yes, I legitimately named you in that interview as one of the five people I would want to work. I think it was Ali, Shaza, Akira, one of my coaches, and I can't remember who the fifth person was. But, oh, well, watch, watch the name interview. How about that? Watch that one. I would love it if you were like, hangman. Hangman. <laughs> like, Ali, Shaza, hangman. Uh, Alan says, Sean, tell us what you really feel. It was just so stupid to me. When they said that, it was so stupid to me. And they're like, oh, what now? The title belt's been destroyed. You've got another one. I got this other one in the back. <laughs> oh. Riot says, Tony needs to give it up. As long as Sammy and Ty are making out on TV, the booze will rain down. Yeah, it seemed very much like they were trying to make them like a baby face-ish in this, but not really because they were making out right there. So I don't quite get it. I thought that the way that they had seemingly turned Scorpio was perfect. I would have rather Kazarian went heel than Scorpio Sky at, at that point. Like, because then there would have been a reason for him to be hanging out with Sammy and Ty too. Oh, well. Oh, well. <clears throat> Mark says, I don't understand why the TNT title angle is what it is. Sammy and Tay's tweet was fire if they only were facing some baby faces. However, Danhausen finds the destroyed TNT title and starts demanding he's a champion. And starts wearing it. I like that idea too. Like that he is, he claims ownership of the TNT title and eventually works his way into a title match that way. Nerd Guru says Rampage has turned into an inconsequential show with me uh, for a dead feud being the crux of it. Supremely insensitive to destroy a title, especially Brody's title, and to have it done by some scumbag no one likes. 
I don't agree that that's Brody's title. They very much retired Brody's title. Like they very much like it, there will never be one like that. And they said, this one is Brody's title. And I think they were trying to further the story of like that. They desecrate the title, right? They did like the, we had sex on it thing. And now they're doing this, but like it's. This show is sponsored by better help. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Just not clicking. And um, Brody Lee probably would have been like, I don't give a shit what you do to that belt. Like, Correct. if it gets heat, get heat. Uh, Mark says, I really want Miro to come back, beat up literally everyone who's in, involved in this program, cut a 30-minute promo that God has forsaken all of them, then walk off with the title. This is garbage. Man, six, seven months without that guy? What the hell are we doing? Get him back on TV. I'm, I'm ready to see the guy back. Or like, I don't know, you had a chance to put it on Andrade. Yeah. <laughs> Well, as we, as we wrap up, the BCC defeated Dante and Matt Seidel. I mean, we knew who was going to win here, but th- I thought this match was ending in the LaBelle lock. I thought it was over. I thought it was a wrap. Dante getting out of that added so much. And like three or four minutes later, it's still going on. Elbows are raining down. I thought this match was a humper. This is the best match that I saw all night. This was a blast. 
Dante getting to do his stuff. You hate to see what happens with Darius. You just hate it. You hate to see it, but Dante shining again. I want them to run back the story. And I mean, obviously Leo Rush ain't there, and I, I feel bad. That that left a real gap in the Dante story. But the story to me was Dante Martin's the bell of the ball, and everybody wants to recruit him. But Darius is like, that's my brother. He's he's my blood. They come back, they have one quick match, and they reunite. Like he shows that he's just as good as Dante by beating Dante. They hug and they're a team. Like to me, it's it's right there, but I love this match. It was incredible. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I get a little gift every time Brian Danielson's in the ring. <laughs> like, and this might be my favorite version of him. Like, I am as love everything about this heel Danielson. I also love how you can tell he's having a blast too. Like there yes. was when he was on the outside of the ring where you're like, that guy is having some fun. We found out a couple minutes later he would not be as his leg ended up getting crushed, but... Um, I think it's a work. Oh, really? I think it's a work. Ten minutes to to fix that? And if if they were really trying to get him out of there, is Moxley going to be in the middle of it? No, they'd have a goddamn crew there. I'm not oh, buying that. I didn't really I'm not really buying that. about it, to be honest. They're going to have Moxley out there pushing the, the ramp with his leg with like after... 15 minute match. I'm not buying it, but I loved this match. Deshire's. Yeah. Deshire's. Um, what do you want, Kate? Talk about the match to do the job I was asked to do. I was trying to get that Humper chat, but whatever. Go ahead. I was also going to say it was fine. And I liked Regal commentary a lot. So you can suck it. I really liked when he said the thing. That he is, shoved a toothbrush up his ass. That he shoved a toothbrush up his ass. <laughs> that he shoved your toothbrush up his ass and your yeah. toothbrush up his ass. No, that he had said, um, I'm familiar with everybody here. Like he had done a really good job of saying that. I'm familiar with you, Jericho. I'm familiar <laughs> with everybody in the ring. And I really liked um, when Jericho said something like, you think I suck. And he was like, no, 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 no. I know how great you are, but I also know how to beat you. Like just really, really good stuff yes. on commentary. I don't want him ringed in. Give me all the regal that a girl can have. <laughs> Mark Quill says Brian Danielson getting himself stuck in the stage uh, on purpose kind of tracks. He's the same guy who talked about tree sperm so happily <laughs> on that weird note. Enjoy the weekend. Kate, Sean and everyone else got some time off this weekend. Very excited, but lots of fightful select scoops coming your way. As always, we've had so much this week. We have more on Tessa and Wow's shit. <laughs> that, that dog shit that's going on there. Um, it's it's a mess. Make sure you guys leave a thumbs up. Deshire says they're trying so hard to be like Lita and Edge being Sammy and Tay. It's yeah, I think it's a little more like obnoxious. And hey, what's that over there says I hope after the LA show we get to to face Sky or we get Oh, we got Sky doing open challenges against Swerve, Andrade, Buddy, Matt, and Malachi. Yeah, there's a lot of talent that's right there and ready to go. I don't think you need to redo, do the same thing over and over and over again. But hey, if you all don't want to do the same thing over and over again, Fightful is for you, especially Fightful Select. Not, not just exclusive news. We've got over, I think, seven, eight shows a week now. Show reviews, Q&A shows. I'm going to do an AMA over there, a text AMA this weekend. So you guys can just ask questions and I'll answer them. Um, 
Mark says, ending Super Chat for all my Australian people. Please vote Election Day. This one is important. Everybody vote Election Day. Educate yourself and do so. Uh, Kate, what do you got going on? Well, every Tuesday you can catch me with Alex. After NXT doing whatever the heck we're doing, you can catch me on Wednesdays on the Mark Order Podcast where we talk all things Ali. Fridays, I'm always here, Sean. But um, I will also be hitting the commentary guest desk at Excite Wrestling on June 5th once again. So very excited to return to my hometown. And I'm on Sour Grab starting right after the show. Or Alex is just saying Sour Grab starts right after the show. I yeah. don't know. I'll find out along with you guys. Well, it sounds like you're going to be on the show. Uh, tune in. FightfulSelect.com. I want to thank our sponsors, Manscaped. Use that code Fightful. And NordVPN dot com slash fightful i greatly appreciate you guys next week we have tons of double or nothing coverage i'll be here for the post show it's the first post show that i've done live since revel or yeah, revolution last year since the pandemic era i actually i don't even think i was on those i wasn't on those because i was doing the the post scrum after that but i'll be on them a lot more they they have prohibited uh, live streaming from those for the media. So I'm going to be here doing all these post shows. I'll be joined by Julie Cutler. I'm doing a prediction show with Andrea Hanks. Austin says, I like people believing works again. Roman's shoulder, Brian's leg, Riddle's hip. Almost like the best wrestlers in the world are good. I think the Riddle thing was more of a precautionary thing. But guys, until next time, we're out.